0: Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. As all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 219, the Eight Diagram Pole Fighter from 1984. I'm Joey Lewandowski.
1: I'm Joe Two. And this episode is brought to you by Seven Brothers Distilling Company. Seven Brothers is a new breed of artisan distillery that is locally made right in cleveland ohio
0: well shout out to the seven brothers distilling company and welcome to two fast two forever after the break joe you and i will talk about our third i mean one was a patreon episode but our third shaw brothers movie this lap the eighth yes. diagram pole fighter but first extracurricular activities what have you been up to since we last spoke happy new year
1: Happy New Year, brother. Um, Even though
0: it, this is the second episode we put out this year, it's just the way that we recorded. It. It's in advance, but Happy New Year to everybody officially.
1: Um, hope you guys all watched the chaos that was the CNN broadcast as we pitch every year. Um, it was pretty rowdy. They were pretty hammered by about nine o'clock. Lots of crazy shit happened. So uh,
0: Anderson and Andy on CNN. Yeah, Anderson
1: and Andy. And, and um, Andy asked his parents to do edibles with him. He called. <laughs> He called out the mayor of New York for no reason. Um, it was just, you know, as beautiful as we could have imagined. It was perfect.
0: So I know you watched that, but what else did you do in the last week since we last spoke?
1: Last night was kind of a cool night. We watched the Steelers send off Ben Roethlisberger. I have definitely strong feelings about him, but I thought that was really cool as a sports moment that you really don't get a lot of, like, send-offs. For somebody.
0: What are the odds that he retires and what are the odds that he goes somewhere else?
1: Odds are really, really high that he retires. Um, he seems okay. pretty banged up. He said he wants to end his career as a Steeler. He kind of told everyone he was going out last night. There was a bunch of old Steelers there to kind of send him off. I don't know if you saw it, but he did like a, like a walk around, high five around the stadium halfway. I, I don't think he's going anywhere else. It doesn't seem like that. Okay. If anything we were imagining that he would come back next year at the, like, you know, at some point in the year, but it seems like with him saying this, like he's done. So, um, it was cool. I just, cause like I said, you know, like so many times you see a player get injured or like something weird happens and like, they're just not on the team anymore. Like he, he knew it was his last game and stuff like that. So I thought that that was just like a really cool moment in sports that I don't think that I remember anyone else being like, this is my last game. I'm gonna, well, like what Kobe did it. Right.
0: Yeah. And Kobe scored like 62 points or yeah. 60 points. So like he, he was just like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it, I think it happens. It's not like really rare, but it's pretty rare if that makes sense. Right. Like it's, for a big, for a player yeah. to be notable yes. enough to get a send off and then also be like good enough to still be starting in their final season yeah. and you know, whatever. And, be, a, be in a place long enough to, like, warrant the recognition exactly. is, is cool. So, like, yeah. that
1: whole combination of that was really cool. What else? Oh, I've been watching more Daredevil. Um, I started and started blowing through Schitt's Creek. I, like, never started it before. Have you ever seen it?
0: No, my sister loves it. That's that's a show that I have either heard from people is the best show on TV or I don't know why anybody finds this funny.
1: I find it not that. I f- I've, I'm, I'm a very Joey fan. Stance on this, which is like, I think it's pretty good.
0: Well, I know that you. I know I saw be a Rachel's tweet that you are in love with one of the actresses. On I'm not. Or or I don't you know where that came or from.
1: I, I have no idea. That, that's like my least favorite character. She reminds me of like <laughs> I really don't like her at all. So I don't know how Rachel discovered like just said that, but like not my favorite character. Or not, I don't okay, even think she's okay. very attractive. So like I don't know where that came from. It's pretty good. The episodes are 20 minutes long. Like I find it amusing. So like I've been. I'm like. Almost at the end of season two when I started it, what, like Saturday night or something? You know what I mean? Like,
0: Oh, wow. Okay. It's like because yep. they're
1: 20-minute mm-hmm. episodes. They're 13 episodes a season. It's just like you can just crank through it. Yeah, it's fun. There's some good jokes in it. I like it. I like some of the, like, the relationship shit that happens in it. It's a weird thing. Okay, so this is something else. that's was- on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. I was talking about this... That, like, Rachel and I watch it, and it's another one of these shows where, like, she laughs at stuff, and I'm like, that's not funny at all. But then they'll say a joke that I think is hilarious, like, and I'll get, like, a nice chuckle out of, like, one joke, and she's just like, yeah, okay. Like, we're just, like, we just find different parts of it. She's like, oh, this is, like, a really classic part, and I watch that, and I'm like, I don't get that. That's, like, just whatever, cool. But, yeah, either way, that's what I've been up to. Nothing, oh, and, like, laid low, because, yeah, just been laying low for, like, the past week. Omnicron. is running rampant. So I'm just it's trying crazy to like out there. Stay safe and hopefully you're staying safe. But what have you been up to, bud?
0: Did a very low key New Year's Eve. Did not, mu- well, I guess. So my sister, no, I guess my sister left before we recorded the last episode. Okay. Anyway, on Saturday, Bob came over for a lottery pod, the book that took us, like, a month to read. We, it's coming at the end of the month, this episode on Guile's Goat Boy. But we talk about it, how, like, it's a very difficult book. Like, we knew it was a very difficult book going in. It's my least favorite book I've ever read. Wow. Uh, so that's saying something. Really? That's a mm-hmm. – that's
1: – wow. Okay. But we also
0: talked about how, like, he – unknowingly unintentionally accidentally scheduled it while he's doing finals for school because he's a teacher and also okay. like in my busiest time of the year and we're just like this was a bad idea you know we're through it now we got a couple of short books including the book Good. that we're doing now that I, we're both rereading might be my favorite book so going from least favorite to favorite is a nice little swing of the pendulum so that was yeah. Saturday uh, and Sunday we did a Keanu Club on the Matrix Resurrections Mike and I that was all That was remote though me John and Mike Mann and John joined us Very from Hard cool. to Believe. We did an episode of Keanu Club for that. The first in like a year and a half. Because it was like Bill and Ted faced the music last like August or oh, whenever. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it was a while. It's been a
1: while, yeah. But you, I want to say the cool news that you shared with me that Rachel's all excited about is that...
0: Oh, the Keanu news, yeah. Yeah,
1: Keanu is in talks to do Devil in the White City, which, speaking of books, I fucking love... I really want it to be a show, so I hope it works out.
0: Yeah, that's something that we've talked about on here before, that at some point in the past, Scorsese was going to direct it. It was going to be a movie starring Leo. Now yep. I think they're both just producing it. It's going to be like a Hulu series, maybe starring Keanu. So like things have changed. It makes more sense as a series than a movie. It does. But-
1: I agree. I agree 100%. It should be a series, and if they really like it and want to get into it, they can make it like three seasons. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be like a, what is it, like a mini-series. Where it's like six, which it could be two, but it also could be like three seasons of short episodes or something. So
0: I'm guessing like I'm guessing it's gonna be like eight episodes. I don't think it's gonna An be hour multiple each. seasons. I think it's gonna be yeah, yeah. like eight ep- eight sense. hours, eight episodes. Yeah, that's my guess. I don't know though. I also watched to close out last year and then to start this year. I watched a bunch of like highly rated stuff or like popular stuff that I missed. So I'm not gonna go too because I just watched too much to talk about any of it. But yeah, very quickly things that I highly recommend. Uh, Petite Maman, which is directed by Celine Shama. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but she's the woman who did Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, this is a wonderful movie. Then I watched Luca on Disney Plus, the uh, new Pixar, yes. newer Pixar movie. Is yeah. it the newest one? No, or Encanto, maybe one?
1: Encanto just came out.
0: That's not Pixar, though, that's just Disney.
1: Oh yeah, the distinction. Okay, sure. Yeah,
0: but yes, I know it's it's all it's all nonsense. But yes,
1: <laughs> very incestual. But yeah.
0: Uh, then I watched a movie called Memoria, which stars Tilda Swinton. That's also incredible. Uh, I rewatched The Matrix, which I loved. Obviously, my favorite movie of last year. Then I watched on Netflix The Power of the Dog, that new Benedict Cumberbatch western. Also incredible. That's probably like that's I think the forefront. That's in the the running for like best picture probably. Um, I would guess. Okay. Um, So that's really, really good. I watched Red Rocket in theaters, which is the new Sean Baker movie, which is amazing. And then I watched this movie we're going to talk about today. So, like, it's been a very good week. There's some stuff in there that I watched that I did not mention that I did not like. Uh, But but you're on a
1: pretty decent run I am on a really
0: good run, yes. So I always have more movies than I'm ever going to, like, be able to watch in a year. But I put together, like, a, a list on Letterboxd of, like, I think it wound up being, like, 230 that I hadn't seen by the end of last year and just like I need to like I need to figure out what I'm doing with this because like that's way too many. Yeah. Because that was just that was not things that like I really wanted to see. It was just like things that I'd heard good things about or I was maybe interested in or like I really wanted. It's just a combination of everything, right? Yeah, So I went through and I got rid of everything like I didn't really care about. And I went from like 200 something to like 65. And I'm like, okay, this is still a ton, but much more manageable than just like this overwhelming list of, you know, 600, 200, whatever, right? Yeah. And so out of those 65, there's probably like 20 that I would rank as like high priority, and so that's what I'm sort of working my way through then I'm going to sort of, you know, watch other stuff this year, but... Well, it was a, I mean, a move. That's cool. A lot I'm of movies of came out last year, a lot that are interesting but not necessarily great, but thank you. I appreciate the uh, the compliment. Yeah, there's just, you know, there's, there's so many movies. Like, people are just like, it's not a good year for movies. It's like, no, it is. Like, you just have to, like, you kind of have to like hunt for them sometimes, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then anything TV wise, what did I do? Spy Racers. We'll talk about that later in the week. Oh wait, yes. this might not be two nineteen. This might be episode two twenty, depending on when things come out and when I'm able to edit things. This might actually be episode two twenty because Ooh. Spy Racers coming soon, if not out now. But uh, anything else of note? I don't think. Oh, I've been playing because I told I mentioned very briefly last time. I got the Quest Two. myself yes, yes, Quest Two, How and I've go. been playing. Beat Saber, which is like, you know, Beat Saber, it's the one in the the, commercials. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 of course. I mean, like, I know of it, but I've never played it. I don't, yeah. So, but I, yes, I know of it.
0: It's really, really fun. I am enjoying that a lot. Uh, It's like, it's sort of got like rock band sort of feels because, you know, a rhythm based. Yeah, but there's just you know instead of having a musical instrument or whatever, you have the controller in each hand, and you're a, each is a lightsaber, and you have to swipe at these blocks like it's sort of like Fruit Ninja, yep. but with lightsabers, and each block has an arrow on it, so you have to like swipe in that direction, and like you know I I feel like I'm pretty okay at it but like there's still two levels above where i am where it's like insane right so oh yeah um yeah it's it's It's
1: dance dance revolution like you you, there's a there's a level that you're like oh this is fun and then there's like the kids that are like, oh, you know, we are playing a completely different game than me.
0: There's also like these, like, I'm doing the campaign right now. And so, like, there's all these different modifiers. And so, like, some of them are like, you know, just like things go slower, things go faster. Like, you see the arrow, like, the arrow disappears. So you have to remember it or whatever. And then there's ones where, like, you have to move your arms a certain amount. And then there's ones that, like, you have to move your arms no more than a certain amount. So, like, you have to, like, basically, like, keep your arms just like, all locked. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, this is weird. Like, it's, it's, it's. Like it's not fun. It's interesting, and it's cool that like they can track it. But like, I don't know, because I had the PSVR, the PlayStation One for PS4, that also I think works on PS5, and that kind of sucks. This is great. Like I can see why VR is cool because it's like, oh wait, you just need like the right tech, right? So
1: yeah, when you're gonna get there, it's gonna get better and better, and that's just like how it works. Yeah.
0: Oh, also, one other video game new note, news, note, noteworthy thing. This Thursday, the 13th, coming to Game Pass on Xbox and PC, Spelunky 2. So I will play it for the third time after playing it on PlayStation. Actually, kind of the fourth. I bought it on PlayStation. I bought it on a computer. I bought it on Switch, and I'm going to get it for free on Xbox. So if you have an Xbox you've uh-huh. been holding out for Spelunky 2, Thursday, this Thursday, as this episode comes out, Thursday, the 13th, Game Pass for free. So check it out on Xbox. Very exciting. Very cool. Because it's not been on Xbox yet, so it's like the uh, the unveiling and free. Yeah, so...
1: Is there any, like, bonus stuff that comes because now it's on no, Xbox? No, I don't think so. Game? No,
0: it's it's the same game everywhere. It's just what's, – what's cool is that on PC, there's a lot of mods. Like, there's a whole, like, mod-lunky community where oh, okay. they have, like, yeah. characters and stuff and, like, different, you know, colors and designs and everything. Like, the game is still the same. But, you know, instead of just playing the same, like, 16 characters or whatever, you can basically – anybody that people draw, you can use. That's not anywhere but PC. So not even PlayStation, yeah, not even yeah. Switch, whatever, but – so check it out if you have been holding out. I was just thinking cuz I'm like I'm so far behind on podcasts and I'm like looking for games I can play on mute while I listen to things. I'm like, "Oh, here we go. Here's another, you know, 100 200 hours of me just playing <laughs> Spelunky and listening to things, right?" So.
1: Oh, yeah, cuz you need all the fucking trophies anyway. So you're going to have yes. to do this. Exactly. Yep.
0: That's why I want to do it cuz I'm just like, "Okay, yeah, cool. Like I want to be like I want to get the full like, what they call the full Spelunky, which is getting all the other trophies uh on the third platform." So. Yeah? Oh, that's cool, 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 cool. cool. We have a Patreon page, TooFast, too forevercom Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Jake Freer, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Elvin, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party. Ooh. Haley Gerbys, Wes Hampton, Christian Larson, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato, D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Thank you all so much for supporting with the $5 level or above. Uh, new lap. You know, the next lap starts the next year. So if you wait, hold on. Right. Yeah. So if you join at the $10 a month tier right now, you'll get to pick this lap and one for either the next two laps, too. So like this is Ooh. a really good time to get in. Really good value. Bang for your buck. fast Toofastfiforver.com. Okay. Also stickers and handwritten notes and love and affection and all sorts of fun stuff. Right. So yeah. Pick a number. We haven't done this in a while. Pick a number between one and eight. And maybe maybe it'll be something I haven't said yet.
1: Uh, I would pick uh, Sixth Brother, please.
0: Six Brother is uh, your choice of pit stop movies and themes. Oh, yeah. Also, if you like spend way too much money, which no one has done yet, you can you can pick an entire lap for us, which I think the only person who will ever do that maybe is Brian, which I don't want Brian to do it because Brian shouldn't be paying anyway. But yes. Brian uh, might do a whole lap for us. But if you want to beat him to the punch, I think it's like 25 a month. It's it's like our 30. I don't know. So it's, it's it's too much money. Like, don't do it. But if you want to <laughs> pick everything for us to watch for like four or five months, there you go. Good. Yeah. Too fast. Too forever.com. We also have an email address, family at cageclub.me and Joe. We have no emails today. Not even snarky YouTube comments. Not even Damn.
1: No boomers. No boomers telling us calling us motor mouse, Nothing.
0: No boomers calling us motor mouse. Our friend at TeePublic, uh, T public, I told her to uh, you know, remove us from her list gently, kindly, so she's not even emailing us anymore, but Family at cageclub.me. If you want to email in, we'll read it on the next show. I also feel like social has been quiet. Like people have been responding to things we'll talk about and on the streets, but like I don't think, you know.
1: I think our Twitter has been, been popping more than ever. No, I to know, be but honest. like I think
0: they're like in response to what we're saying. It's not like, you know, Reaction Rocket or somebody saying, like, here's an idea. I don't think, right? It's people, it's a lot of yes. people talking about The Rock.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Which now is the time to debut the brand new segment. Is The Rock in F10? The answer, as of right now, is (laughs) no. Yeah, so
1: uh, some bombshell news this past. Yes. On the
0: streets, the one big piece of news. Please hit us with it.
1: The Rock. What was it in? Was it in like vanity. CNN.com. CNN. Okay, he did an interview with CNN, and he pretty much was like. I don't know why Vin Diesel posted that Instagram post because I've told him before I'm not coming back and like yep. I respectfully said like hope you guys do good but like definitely not me and like he keeps doing this and I told him not to. So
0: He called him out for manipulation was the word. Oh he yes. Used.
1: Um, yes, it's 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 his manipulation. Yeah.
0: I made a joke about this on Twitter but it feels like every time we record an episode like 2 hours Minutes. after we Minutes. finish yeah. It's the same night always. Like there's a huge thing. So like we recorded, you know, like this week and last week we record on Tuesday because of scheduling and stuff. Yeah. And so like if it, if we record on Wednesday last week, we'd be like, oh, here's the brand new news. And so it's just funny that like you know, obviously we're gonna put it on Twitter and people are gonna talk to it, talk with us about it there. But our it's two off. weeks old. It's two weeks yeah. old by the time you know <laughs> yeah. we actually talk about it here because we record a week in advance and it's a week old already. And so whatever. So I guess he's not in it. I mean, again, we could we could optimistically say that like it's all part of the game but like this the more every every new bit of news it's just like i don't i don't know
1: it sucks but i actually find it kind of calm this is like the (laughs) to be honest it kind of reminds me of the subscribe for a dollar remove for a dollar like it's just like one of those things it's just like god damn like you know so like every time that we have this news happen right right as we finish recording (laughs) yep it's like ah man again the news is wild, though. Like, how do you feel about, <laughs> like, it's, I they pretty much, I think The Rock kind of squashed any theory that we had here, right? Like, it's... I think so. I mean, it's, it's kind of a bummer.
0: Over. Yeah, I still think that there's, like, I think there's, as. I mean, because the chance was low, maybe, I don't know, I still think there's a chance he's back, but, I mean... It seems, yay.
1: it's, it's, like, near, approaching zero, though. It's, like, it's yeah. bad now.
0: Well that's why I like reaction, like speaking of Reaction Rocket on Twitter, he was like, This is the time for Universal or Vin Diesel to be like, Hey, here's this new star that we got to act in the movie, or blah, 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 whatever. Because like, you need some kind of positive PR, some positive spin. But you definitely do, yeah. Uh, hasn't happened yet, so keep our eyes on the prize ears to the ground on the streets, and
1: shouldn't they be and jason just told us that they're gonna start like they're gonna start production soon production
0: begins this month and he also told us one year to left end so next year i mean we're only a year away right like we're like uh 16 months out so
1: it would be it, you're right it, it would be a good time for them to be like hey yeah. this is the fucking time to do it but like they also need to do that so i don't know
0: yeah, because it was funny, I think, I think last episode I was just like, yeah, you know, with the production, because I think we mentioned Jason's news that, you know, production starts this month, and you were like, yeah, if COVID allows it or whatever, but I was like, it's just gonna be a picture of, like, Dom, or, you know, Vin as Dom on sentence be like, look, production steals from F10, it's like, cool, and then, like, that night is just, like, The Rock's like, yo, fuck this shit, like, <laughs> yeah. different news than we were expecting, but also I get it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Duke texted me. Okay. And he said, "I'm watching this interesting piece of television. Helen Mirren is narrating a spoof of Planet Earth on ABC and suggested she should have received an Oscar nom for her role in Fate of the Furious." Amanda immediately his, his wife immediately made me change the channel. What? And I was like, "Is this are you watching Documentary Now because there's a joke that she introduces like have you did you watch Documentary Now with Bill Hader and and is it John Mullaney? Do you know oh, Documentary Now?"
1: I I watched the Steelers one. The Steelers cult one.
0: Steelers cult one.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a whole episode where the, like documentary now. There's an episode where they're like at a commune, but it's all it's all Steelers jokes.
0: I don't remember the. I mean, it, it makes sense that you would know you'd remember the Steelers one. Yeah, Michael. That's Keaton, the only Steelers one episode. that
1: I I think that I've watched like a couple of them. I was like hit or miss. Like some of them were funny. Some of them weren't. But like I do specifically remember somebody suggested I watched that one and I watched that one and found it hilarious.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was saying to do because I'm like, is it documentary now? And he said, no, it's called When Nature Calls with Helen Mirren. So a little bit of a play on the, you know, and go in the bathroom or whatever there. But, like, every episode of Documentary Now starts with Helen Mirren saying, like, you know, in our 40 years in Documentary Now, blah, 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 or whatever. And it's like, that that show, I told Duke, I'm like, watch that, but, like, watch ones that either, like, sound interesting. Exactly, yeah. Or parody a doc that you've seen. Because, again, it's kind of hit or miss. Like, some of them are really good. Some of them are not as good. But, like, if there's a doc you really love, and they parodied it, you'll probably enjoy it because they're funny people. But
1: Exactly. uh, That's, That's the experience that I had with it, too, 100%.
0: But apparently Helen Mirren has made, like, a brand of, like, documentary parody kind of things right so
1: good for her man
0: when nature calls i mean yeah i mean if you're in your 70s or however however old she is like they're like hey here's like a quarter of a million dollars or whatever to like do an hour's worth of work it's like yeah why why would i not fuck
1: yes i'll take that now for sure
0: although did you hear the news a while back that george clooney turned down 35 million dollars for a day of work because he doesn't agree with the company's like stance on something did you hear this news
1: I can respect that, but I am not a big enough person to do that.
0: He was some airline <laughs> that's operating in a country that has ethical stances on something. I don't remember because I. I, I was Emirates, just like, I don't need...
1: Qu- Qatar, whatever, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, Chad Lasso had a whole thing about this too, right? Yes, two. exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was a whole. But thing. they
0: offered him thirty-five million dollars for a day of work, and he like made news by saying like, "Yeah, I turned that down." I'm just like, yeah, like I get that, but like that's a lot of money or like just donate that money. I mean, you know, he and his wife do a lot of philanthropical stuff, but just like there's stuff you could do with the $35 million or just like, don't tell people that like you're, you're turning down. eh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I always say this, that like, it's very easy for me to have strong stances on moral things because I have no money. So if I, if, if I was being offered $35 million by this airline, I'd be like, nobody's gonna see this <laughs> like you right. know like yeah it's gonna be like in this one random ass country if people see it it'd be like oh i didn't know about that like i'm gonna take the 35 million dollars dude like that's yeah. a fuck ton of money
0: it is a lot of money but that's all the news on the streets i think we have the new segment again is the Rock in f10 still <laughs> four minutes later or whatever <laughs> still the answer is no i think that's
1: like the first and last time of that segment
0: no it might be i think because i think it's i think it's funny because like imagine it's different than top of the rock where it's like is he running for president because like with the google like the rock president and be like donald trump said this or whatever but like oh it
1: can switch it's like it's binary right like if we get yeah. new news we could be like he's gonna be an f10 and be like, he's right. not gonna be enough yes
0: because okay. imagine like if the answer is ever yes it's gonna be the best day
1: until the answer becomes no the next week right exactly (laughs) yeah because that's that seems to be the trend it's like is he possibly and then it was like yes no definitely not. i
0: actually do want to look up because i also you know similar to this i tweeted as too fast you know we just saw the season finale of spy racers are we gonna get more because they're like this is over it's it. It, 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 it that's it right and i said are we going to get new spy racers 2022 and six of nine people said yes duh of course (laughs) so i mean i know that that's more biased probably people from like us us saying laughing
1: that there's always spy racers
0: also by the way news just in three minutes ago this will not help the people on the main feed again the reason why you subscribe to the patreon this saturday january 8th noon pst until late Chapter two of the end, Racer Trash.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. Awesome.
0: That's only January through April, so there's going to be at least one more stream. If not, I don't know. You know, there's going to be...
1: You said you're in the Discord now, so you, you like, right? like you I'm going to be on top of it, yes. Yeah, cool. All
0: right, Joe, the final thing to do before we take a break and talk about the eight-diagram pole fighter is the Fast and the Furious Minute, too fast too Furious Minute, minute 43, a minute temporarily, at least, title, depending on the trivia question, organizing and collecting. That's crazy. Right here! Right now! What's up, man? You don't look too right. happy, you alright? You alright? man. I need it quick right here. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. I that How you feeling, man? You alright? Thank, thank you. man. Hey. Not too bad. Woo! I see you about
1: your money, homie. You raised too? Nah, man. I hit a wall doing like a buck a couple years ago, you know? Ever since then, I've just been organizing and collecting, man. Hey, Tess, check it out. He's gonna be in town for a while. Is there any way he could use that cot? What's wrong with your place, man? No. I don't want to stay with him. He got bad habits. <laughs> all right, man, whatever, man. Show him around real quick, all right? All right. I'll be up there in a minute. Thanks. Good shout Show him. All right, who, who want a chance to win that money back? What's up, Jimmy? So what's up? Have you ever seen anything like this before? Nah, both of them are wide up like i never seen before.
0: So in this minute, Tej collects the money he won on the jet ski race that just ended. Brian asks Tej if Roman can use Tej's cot while he's in town. Tej reluctantly obliges. Tej asks Brian to show Roman around as he prepares for the next race. Then Brian and Roman walk up to Jimmy, who begins explaining what he found in Brian and Roman's cars as the minute ends. So, you know, we spent so long at Carter's house and it feels like, oh, we're already, you know, we're already leaving Tesh's place, right? So yeah. What did you notice here? Because we're, we're mostly out back where there's not a ton of new things, but we do go out front for a little bit. But so did you catch anything of new of note here in this minute?
1: This was kind of hard. I got a couple of the cars. I really wanted to figure out what houseboat they were on, like the houseboat that like Carter and things. I couldn't find any th- information about it. That kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, because we find out in this minute definitively that Tej probably lives on a houseboat behind his garage, right? Like he's got the he's got the houseboat parked uh, there.
1: I don't I don't know if that is something we well, can. You think we well, can he, has,
0: insinuate. he has a cot? He has a cot in there because they like nod to it, right? And so
1: I think he has the houseboat behind his garage. I don't think that's necessarily where he lives. It's like a crash pad sure. for okay. things. So that's what I think that is mainly. That's why they call it the cot, not like at your place kind can of situation. crash with you yeah okay yeah i think that that's what i always assumed it meant like he definitely owns a garage he definitely has the house, houseboat behind it but like he could be living somewhere else like he has an apartment down the street or whatever whatever whatever
0: i realize in this minute that we never see in this movie where brian lives right
1: no but we never see in the first one where brian lives either
0: well we we see him crashing at harry's and we yes. see in the turbocharged prelude his house
1: Yes, what we assume is his actual apartment, not undercover quarters, residency.
0: Right. Yeah. But this one, we're just like, yeah, no, he just, you know, we we don't get that news. We don't get to see him betting Monica Fuentes or whatever, right? So
1: it kind of plays into the like, Brian's kind of always undercover. So like, you wouldn't see his house, like nobody goes to his house. He's like at the garage or like. Some Actually, place. no. That's
0: not true. We see early on here. Remember when Tesh calls him at the beginning? He's like, "Can you be here in you know ten minutes or whatever?" We're starting in ten minutes or oh, three minutes or right. whatever. You're right. You're absolutely right. We do right, see dude. something.
1: You're right. I would right. change
0: my note. I was wrong myself.
1: Yeah, that's right. We are in his like really really dark bedroom for like a couple seconds.
0: Yeah, because early, early, early,
1: like essentially the first scene of the movie.
0: It's gonna be an all timer tonight. Yeah, in minute 4, Tej calls Brian. Yo man, you want to race tonight? Yeah, you know I could use the money. You got 4 minutes, man. All right, I'll be there. The race starts in 4 minutes. Yeah. So Brian, hold on. Brian's so this is what we have. Brian's houseboat is parked at or behind Tej's garage. So he's is he staying in Tej's houseboat?
1: Yeah, cuz that's when Monica and Brian Monica and Brian are in Tej's houseboat.
0: So, okay, so then here's the, okay, so, so the then. the cot
1: might be in, literally in the, he might have like a hairy style spot inside the garage.
0: Well, because, okay, so here's what I'm confused by now. Because I forgot that, now we remember, which I'm glad we remembered while recording and not after the fact. Yes. But Tej says to Brian, what's wrong with your place, man?
1: Is Brian in the houseboat in the first thing, or is he in an apartment?
0: I think he's in the houseboat.
1: At some point, Brian does live in the houseboat because that's where Monica is when they catch him. And it's not where Roman is living because he has to run distraction on the guys.
0: So I'm right here. I'm looking at Minifor now. He yeah, he's no he's in Tej's red houseboat.
1: OK, so that's weird. So that. Yeah. So they he also stay... pull,
0: he pulls out of Tej's garage.
1: OK, OK. That makes sense then. So that's Brian's houseboat that everyone's partying on right now. <laughs>
0: The alternative is that maybe Brian was just crashing there, and he wants. So Brian has a place somewhere else in Miami because he's living in Miami, right? Like it's not like he just showed up. He's living in Miami. He's established there. Based so on the
1: prelude, he showed up, and he's like now there. He knows Tej. Correct. Tej calls him. Yes.
0: So maybe for whatever reason, Buster which became makes a no gearhead, sense,
1: he was working at the garage, working on a car, and
0: sh- and went out back to shower
1: or just take a nap.
0: Although no one's really thinking about it. It's weird to introduce a a new character to your movie, even though it's a character we know, but a character new to the movie, right? Like, we've never seen Brian before, and we show him, you know, getting out of the shower, getting ready, and you assume, as a movie viewer, he's at his house. But I don't think that is, because it's clearly the houseboat behind Tej's garage.
1: But no, like like we said before, it doesn't really matter that he is, like, at a... Because he could have the cot and the houseboat. And Brian, could, like, he, Tej could have been saying, like, why doesn't he stay in the houseboat with you? And they're just like, no, we need a little bit of our space.
0: I feel like he nods at the houseboat, though. I'm going to rewatch that.
1: But the garage and the houseboat are kind of the same direction. Like, it's like that way. Just anyways. Well, no, because,
0: like, they're standing between them. So if he was, if the if the cot was in the garage, again, no one has ever spent this much time no, thinking about it, which no, is why we should not. think, which is why, exactly why it's important that we think about it. But the way that they're they're standing between, like the camera in this scene is basically looking at them from the garage at a ninety so, degree
1: angle. Yeah. No, no, no. In I theory, think that the camera. No, no, no. The camera is. Yeah, yeah, kind of more from the what, garage. Okay, that makes sense. It's behind the garage,
0: yes. but it's still pointing at the houseboat. So, like, if the cot was in the garage, they would basically nod towards camera.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can agree with that.
0: Oh wait, actually, hold on. Now I I might be. I might be misinterpreting the scene. You might be, or I'm not sure exactly where you fall on this. But Brian asks Tej, quote, he's going to be in town for a while. Is there any way he could use that cot? And Tej looks at the houseboat and says, what's wrong with your place, man? So ah, maybe that is Brian's house. Makes sense. So we don't know where the, the cot is not in the houseboat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get rid of this note, too. We don't learn that Tej owns a houseboat parked behind his garage. We don't know where the cot is. Yeah. I would imagine it's probably in the garage, right? Like, he's not just like, hey, can he crash with you? It's somewhere probably on site, but...
1: That's what I said. It, it, it feels yeah. like he probably has, like, a Harry-style, gr- like, cot that is, like, you know, I like in I Harry-style,
0: but not Harry-styles.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, not Harry-styles. Very Styles. different than
0: Harry-styles. It's a Harry-style.
1: A Harry-style cot that, like, in the office, inside the garage, there's also... Wait, you know... No, dude, you know what? Because later, we see them in the garage, and they all have that, like, table... <laughs> And they're playing cards there.
0: I don't remember that offhand. We're going to get there.
1: Where MC Jin does the, does the rap. The rap.
0: The freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because they kind of have like a um, Han-style setup where they're like as a table in the Like they're playing cards and have a table in the garage. The cot's probably near that.
0: Okay. So to sum up what we think we think, right? Okay. Yes. Brian owns or is renting this houseboat behind Tej's garage. Correct? At least that's resides what there. Saying. At least yes. resides there. Yes. Correct. There is probably a cot in the garage.
1: Likely. Very
0: likely. That, again, Tej either owns or rents the garage and thus owns or, you know, is leasing or whatever the area where the cot is. Yes. And that's where Roman's going to stay. So, basically, Roman's going to sleep on this piece of property, but instead of sleeping in my, like, tiny little houseboat with me, can he just crash in the garage? And then that's when Tej looks at the houseboat just like, what's wrong with your place? He's like, we got, you know, we need our own space. He's got bad habits, right? So.
1: Yes. Which I would also understand because he's like, can he stay in the garage? And you're like, I don't know this dude. Like, just put him on your houseboat with you, not inside my building. And he's like, "Uh, okay, what? Like, if you vouch for him, cool. Yeah, whatever. You're going to be right next to him anyway, so.
0: Okay. Um, That's the kind of thing, like, that's the kind of revelation I would have, like, while editing. And it's like, it's way too late to actually remember, like, to change any of this. So, like, I'm glad that I, that we sussed it out because, like, you know, people might be like, yeah, of course. Of course that's what it is. But I feel better about it now.
1: Yeah. That, I think that was good. We we actually got somewhere. We made some progress today.
0: <laughs> I mean, the fact that we remembered that it's Brian, that he's the one living there, right? Because it feels like, if you don't remember that opening scene, that's Tesha's houseboat. There's a cot in there. Brian somewhere else altogether.
1: I don't think that they... I think that they had one houseboat, and this just happened to be, like, the place. That's why people were just dancing on it. Because, like, if you had a house... I, well...
0: I don't know. Well, yeah, they might have access to this garage and houseboat. And they're like, the only thing is you can't move the houseboat. It's like, yeah, but it's a houseboat. It's like, yeah, but you can, you can film in it, but you just have to leave it parked here. It's like, all right. So, okay, so Brian lives there.
1: Not even that way. I'm talking about, like, I- I'm thinking as an old person that if I drove up and, like, people were just having a party on top of my house, I would be like, what the fuck? You know, but, like, I guess you're in Miami. You have a houseboat. You know that you're living next to this garage where it's party time you're okay with it. But like Brian would be like, dude, like everybody's just like walking through my house while I'm not here, you know? Like
0: Right. Well, yeah, cuz like if what if are the like the 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 birthdays that we've seen Brian cuz there's like the real one and the fake one, like there's like 78 and 74 or something like that, right? Yeah. So like he's either like 25 or 29. So it's like it's he's not old, but he's also like old enough to like he doesn't want to like necessarily live in like in a, co- a college or a party atmosphere, right? It's just like come on guys. But
1: yeah, weird thoughts, man.
0: What else did you notice? Anything else of note in this minute?
1: Uh no, uh, that was what much more productive than I thought that we were going to get to, so I'm appreciative.
0: So the funny thing I noticed is that, you know, Tej is collecting money. It seems like the only, the person he bet on, he's collecting money from everybody, right? Like all these people like pay up, pay up, pay up. The girl who gives him money at the end, like there's a guy who gives him money last. The girl right before that like smiles, like looks very happy to be giving Tej her money. It's like you just lost. Like why are you so excited? <laughs> I mean, she's excited to probably be on screen, right, and be handing Ludicrous yes, money. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. in the scene, you should not be happy that you know you lost this bet, unless she's like she's literally just happy to be there. Like, hey man, take my money. Like that's uh, we're we're good.
1: No, she she has. You have to jaw rule sell that. Like you're you're not happy about losing. But I right. get it. Yeah.
0: So the the trivia question here, I have two different options. We could do both because I think they're both okay. I don't know if we want to do both because if we want to do both, I don't have a minute name. But we, we find out in this minute, one of the big big things that we learn is Tej's backstory, right? He was in a car accident doing a buck 20, hit a wall, right? Yes. And so since then, he's only been organizing and collecting. So I was thinking one trivia question possibly has been, what has Tej been doing since he stopped racing, I, which is I, organizing I, and collecting?
1: Okay, I like that, and I have a, a tiny spin on it, and I think that you might enjoy this, and it'll help us get answers.
0: Okay. okay. So do you want to go that? Because you know, I have one other trivia question now. Do you want to do, how do you want to, do you want me to say the other one? Uh, we could either throw it out or use both, or do you want to just work one all the way through?
1: I'm going to tell you what I think about the one, and then we can go from there, because I do like both. And I was thinking along the same lines. Okay. Mine was not what Tej has been doing since he stopped racing, but what do we know about Tej? And we can include that he's a man about his money, as Roman says, like a more general one. Get what I'm saying? I see you're
0: about your money, homie. So would that be a right answer or would that be a wrong answer?
1: That would be a right answer. Organizing okay. would be a right answer. Collecting would be a right answer. And then something more difficult than racing, because racing is like a wrong answer. Get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. sense? So we could
0: say like, what do we learn about Tej in this minute? That he hit a wall doing a buck 20. That yes. he's been organizing and collecting. That he's about his money. We could even do something that's like kind of bullshit in the way that it's very hard. Something about the cot in this minute. Be I was like, gonna
1: say that, like, that's his that he, that he owns this houseboat behind that, his he, that he has
0: a cot that he he definitively one hundred percent has a cot everywhere he goes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I like along these lines too. That's what I was thinking as well, but I don't know what the best answer for it is. Oh, that he doesn't have bad habits.
0: Oh, that he had. No, we could say, okay, okay, we can get there rid you of that go. first. and we used both. Get rid of the first question. Yeah. Yep. The other question they had was why doesn't Roman yep. want to stay with Brian? And it's because Roman says he's got bad habits. So, what do we not learn about Tejan this minute? That he no longer races, that he's got bad habits, which is the right answer. Yeah. That he's been organizing and collecting,
1: that he's a man about his money.
0: And is there another one that we had or no? No, maybe that's it. Four, right?
1: Yeah, that's four. That's good because Brian has the bad habits. They're all like weird quotes. Two different people say them. They describe two different people. It's a good question, I think. Now,
0: so we, so before we review that, we need to change the name of the minute. Or we actually we don't have to because organizing, and collecting, like they're all things that are said in this minute. So I kind of like that as a a minute title. Do you like that? You, do you want to change it or no?
1: No, I I like it. I like it.
0: Oh, so the ta- you, a, a big thing that you found is that the tattoo that Tej has is actually a ludicrous tattoo. Yes, you linked a picture of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you you were saying this, I assumed that it was a ludicrous tattoo. So I went and googled, which is a fun thing, because I'm sure that like, you know, a bunch of teen girls have inspected this at some point, that like ludicrous arm tattoo. And so you had that you didn't know what it was, if it was an animal or dog, it kind of actually looks like a portrait, not a very great portrait, but it looks like a portrait inside of a cross. So I'm assuming it's a memorial for someone that he actually knows.
0: So I'm going to change this. So is right by a step.
1: You see? Because when you click yes. the picture, it looks, mm-hmm. it, it's a definitely a person's face inside the cross.
0: I'm going to change it to a person's face in the middle of a Christian cross.
1: That's fine by me.
0: Also, did you see the guy in all red wearing the red visor upside down and backwards? Like, I know that that wasn't necessarily super uncommon, but he still looks very <laughs> 2003
1: No, but I but I do greatly enjoy an upside down flipped visor and I always, always, always wanted that. Like that's like my dream.
0: What yeah, one of the guys who pays Tej early in the minute has a red visor. You got like a red shirt and red shorts and a red visor flipped upside down and backwards. Yeah, perfect. So we're going to keep the name of the minute, minute 43, organizing and collecting. The trivia question we have is what do we not learn about Tej in this minute that he no longer races, that he's, quote, about his money and that he's been, quote, organizing and collecting or the right answer that he's, quote, got bad habits, which if you think about it, it's kind of an obvious question but they're all things from this minute so and the double the
1: double reverse of the like what do we not learn about tej that thing is kind Mm -hmm. of confusing and conflicting i
0: I, you know we have no way of knowing this we might do that at at question 50 or or minute 50 or something who knows we'll figure it out but do you think on average people are going to get a better or a worse score because it's not necessarily which movie you know more it's more the questions are they harder or easier how do you think without having taken the quiz how do you think this stacks up to our first quiz
1: I'm gonna say that I think that we've used a lot easier questions but I think because the movie isn't as devoted and as i dedicated in premiere that mm-hmm. people don't know it as well so i think it kind of balances but i think generally the questions have been a lot easier
0: i think we're better question makers i think that we also have, true yeah i think we also <laughs> i cut this out from i think almost every episode we argue like we used to have like more than once had like 10 minute arguments about like that's i no we're not we're not writing the question that way and that hasn't happened in the second movie, I don't think. I think we've just been like, yeah, this is, like, we're gonna... It's fine. Like, I think it's because we're making it a little bit easier, where we're not getting into, like, the banal minutiae of, like, whatever yeah. the fuck, right? Yeah, like, how many like, not can- Are there more candles or beer bottles? Like, who the fuck? Who knows? I don't remember. Candles, yeah. I think, right? I, I
1: think it's beer bottles. I don't remember either. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotta let this hundreds-long hundred... Another perk you get on the Too Fast You have Patreon is you get access to these documents.
1: You have, like, the whole... It's, like, the... The, um, the, study why didn't guide? I bold
0: the answer? What the fuck? What is wrong with me? Hold on.
1: It's a study guide for the tests. Like, it's all right there.
0: There are more coronas. You're right. There are more coronas or more candles. They're the same number. There are no coronas nor candles. <laughs> more coronas. I think that's right because it's like, yeah, it's, it's what you expect it to be.
1: But then you think about it and you're like, there's a fuck ton of candles. Right. And you f- hang, hang down, flip it and reverse it. Right.
0: Minute 43 organizing and collecting. What do we not learn about Tej in this minute? That he's got bad habits. Joe, anything else to add in this minute?
1: No, man. Wow. That was just really good. I was I'm proud of us.
0: And next minute we will talk about Brian and Roman talking to Jimmy out front. Both of them yeah. wired up like he's never seen before. But we'll talk about that then. But Joe, let's take a break and let us come back with Brother Five, Brother Seven, Sister Eight to talk about the eight diagram, pole fighter.
1: episode number 219 and three quarters the eight pole diagram. what is it the eight pole di- eight diagram you were pole so focused fighter? on your
0: harry potter joke that you don't even know the name of the movie we watched eight
1: diagram pole fighter nope eight pole diagram fighter
0: that doesn't sound right either eight diagram pole fighter you're right
1: i was right the first time okay cool yeah. and this episode is brought to you by seven brothers distilling comfort distilling company
0: we are off to a rock and start here <laughs> they
1: rewrote the book on distilling by perfecting their proprietary low temperature vacuum distillation and infusion still that keeps more of that subtle flavor that you would love seven brothers distilling company
0: well, welcome back to Too Fast, Too Forever. So this movie is not on Blu-ray, which is annoying to me. So what's weird about the Shaw Brothers is that some of it's out there, some of it's not out there, some of it's popular, some of it's not popular. Some of it's I just, dubbed,
1: some of it's, some of it's not it's dubbed. Dubbed. Did you watch
0: it subbed or dubbed?
1: I watched it with subtitles this time.
0: Very grown up. So, yeah, I don't know because, like, there's no Blu ray, there's DVDs. I don't know what's out there. Like, I just bought because it was on sale that Shaw scope thing that just came out, like that oh, big cool. box yeah. set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know any of those movies. So, like, they, they made a ton of movies, right? Like, they made a ton of these movies. And I don't know. I, I can't tell. I can't get a sense of things because, like, this is okay. This is directed by Lu Chia Lang, who also directed The Thirty Six Chamber Shaolin. It obviously. also stars Gordon Liu from the thirty six Why do you say obviously?
1: because he essentially goes to the same Shaolin temple that is in the 36 chambers of Shaolin
0: I think that's probably a lot of these movies though right? I know like, I but
1: don't... no but we've seen a couple and like not all of them go to the same ones with the same costumes with the same monks with the same like it's I get that it's yes it's a recurring theme but this one felt very much like 36 chambers of Shaolin because this park. is also
0: six years after
1: okay yeah well
0: so they just they probably have that. so okay so you here's have so the other many thing. sets yeah Right. Well, I think that's one of the knocks on the Shaw Brothers, is that their things kind of look like stage plays to a certain extent, right? I like like, it. There's there's the big battle at the beginning of this, like this, like, you know, epic war battle, and it's just like, they're on, you know, like a, a stage in an auditorium. And like, it looks cool, but like, if you're looking for like, breath, like it doesn't look like or feel like Lone Wolf and Cub, where it's like, oh, you're outside. And even if it's like equally whatever, you know, so. Yes. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know enough about the Shaw Brothers movies to say like obviously it's the same guy, but it is the same guy. I don't know that this movie gets the recognition because I think everybody knows the Thirty Six Chamber Shaolin probably because of Wu Tang. Probably they didn't yeah. name like you know Enter the Eight Diagrams or whatever.
1: Yeah, true, very true. But
0: I will say this movie rules. This movie is so it's good, so
1: good. Yeah,
0: I don't want to say it's better than Thirty Six Chamber, but like it might be better than the Thirty Six Chamber.
1: It honestly might be. And I think we need to have a very, very serious discussion if Gordon Liu is probably the best, like, bit, like, the part actor, typecast actor for these action movies. Like, who else do you got? Like, Jackie Chan and Jet Lee Bruce Lee? Like, Gordon Liu should be in, the, in that Mount Rushmore, right? Like...
0: I think so. So here's the interesting thing about this movie. So actually, before we get too far into it, so here's a quick plot summary. I read the summaries from like four or five different places because I'm like, I need to find one that like is descriptive enough, but not like doesn't like go through the whole thing. So here's the best version that I found and I even changed it up a little bit. So the heroic okay. Yang family is double crossed and massacred on the battlefield. Only two brothers survive. Gordon Liu, the character, you know, I don't, I don't remember his character because character names don't matter. He's just brother five right it's just no, brother he's five
1: bro- is he brother five or brother six
0: he's fifth brother i think sixth brother is the other one who lives the crazy one yeah yes okay gordon Liu escapes her shaolin temple where his bloodlust and thirst for vengeance put him at odds with the monks when he discovers his sister is captured by the same villains who destroyed his family he leaves the monastery to rescue her and avenge his family so like that, that doesn't sound super spoilery but then you find out that like she gets captured with like i don't know 12 minutes left in the movie it's like oh yes. that's, that's the whole movie or whatever right yeah so the crazy thing about this, again, not streaming anywhere. You can rent it just about anywhere for like two or three bucks. So it's it's out there. You should see it.
1: It's fun. Yeah.
0: It's loosely based on actual historical figures of China. There was the Yang family who defended the northern borders of the Song Dynasty for generations. But the crazy thing about this, the only other trivia on IMDb, is that I think the other guy, Brother Six, maybe the sixth brother... Somebody else was supposed to be the star of this movie, but when they started filming it, they died in a car crash.
1: Oh. And so they
0: completely rewrote this to make Gordon Liu the star. So I agree with you. The reason I bring this up now is because I agree with you that he's awesome, he should be commended, and whatever, but, like, this was not written to be, like, a follow-up or a Gordon Liu movie. He kind of—and this is the wrong word in every way—he lucked into it because— somebody like tragic circumstances so like yes he's awesome I fully agree with you but like it's not like oh we did this movie together a while ago let's do another one it's like oh no tragedy happened uh let's figure out what we need to do next or whatever you know
1: it's more insane to me that Gordon Liu was not set to be the star to begin with
0: right and I don't know if the other guy was gonna be the fifth brother like I don't know there's 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 no detail this is just fan curated stuff on IMDb so who knows right but like yeah I don't know that he was supposed to play like the sixth brother and they like switch parts or if like he was always going to be because again, there's like a battle and like they basically two brothers escape, right? And they like run away in opposite directions. Yeah. yeah. One runs home and one runs this like shanty. Yeah. Hut in the middle of the woods. And they, they're, you know, their stories sort of separate from there as the thing goes on. So I don't know what it was originally going to be and what it wound up being, like how similar it was, if the parts are the same or whatever, but. The fact that it was not meant to be his movie and it became his movie, it's like, oh, like sometimes, you know, obviously you don't want people to die, but like he rules this movie. It's, it's awesome. And like, I, if, if it was the other guy, I don't even know if we'd be watching, you know, who knows if it would have been as good because he's just so good.
1: I absolutely agree. I was impressed by how good this movie was. And you were going through the plot summary, and I don't think that. The, the, the plot summary is just a vehicle for some really, really awesome fight scenes. And I'm never yeah. usually really hype on those. I'm not like a really big action movie guy. You have heard me just complain about Hawkeye being like too much hand-to-hand combat for yes. my and my taste. And these ones are just like so wacky and fun that like, no, like you have to see them. They're crazy. They do everything really well for the means that they have at the time. Once I saw this, I, like, recommended it to a couple of my friends, and I was like, because I think the fight scenes are really, really interesting and new and fresh, and, like, granted, they're not, like, you know, John Wick or Hawkeye or something like that that has all this production behind it, but what they do have, they, like, use really, really, really well. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by how good this movie was.
0: See so, you now, I think it's better than like I think it's different, obviously, than it's *John different. Wick* and *Hawkeye*. Yeah. But it's I think it's better or as good or as interesting or more interesting because so to compare it to two different things, I think what makes this movie better. I know you said that like you know comparing it to whatever, like the the story is just a conveyance to the the action scenes. And I think that's kind of true in most of these movies. I think this story is actually, and I don't I don't have a huge repertoire of like knowledge about these movies i think this is a pretty like especially compared to 36 chamber which you covered in you know, the first pit stop on this lap this is like an actual like realistic real story right where it's like a vengeance yeah and, and it's betrayal easy to and follow we've talked yeah. about
1: this when we talked about lone wolf and cup and 36 chambers like sometimes there's just like a lot of bullshit that's happening around it this one was like no there was like a fight at the beginning two brothers split one goes home the other one's on the run and like he goes to become a monk and then comes back like that's the whole it's very easy to follow
0: Yeah, and keeping in mind, this movie is an hour 40. Like, it's not like it's two hours, two and a half hours. Like, there's kind of a lot that goes on. And not that, you know, you can't tell a story in an hour 40, but how many hour 40 movies do we see where it's just like, oh, you know, there's nothing going on. Or like, it takes, like, movies take all this time to, like, tell a story or whatever. Like, this is just like, you know, kind of, to a certain extent, what happened, why it matters, why it happened. The the Emperor thought that this family was not, like, loyal enough, right? So he's just like, go fuck them up. And so... You get the perspective from the people who go after them. You get the perspective of the people who get attacked. You get the, the survivors. You get all these different people. And it's told in a compact story while also leaving room for, like, five or six all-time great martial arts fights. It's it's, cra- it's, yeah. it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So the opening battle scene, which we were saying, kind of looks like it takes place on the stage, like in an auditorium. What I liked is that all the archers of the, you know, the emperor's army they yes. all kind of look like Santa Claus like they all have these like red hats with the white like little white little top and I'm like oh, okay yeah sure it did Santa, feel sure. it
1: did feel kind of Christmasy if was it in snow because it felt like it was in snow if it wasn't I don't remember now that you said Santa I Claus. don't
0: think so I think it was just outside but again like it's minimal enough that if you were like hey it takes place in the snow you'd be like yeah okay I, that, I can buy that sure
1: an interesting stylistic choice that I noticed right from the jump too They made all the weapons and this one really shiny and it looks great on film. Yeah, they don't look realistic at all, but it looks excellent on film. And I think this plays into your like play kind of production that it feels like a stage play. Like, you know, it has to be more flamboyant so you see it from far away. But like they play with that really, really well. And I, I like it a lot.
0: And I think, and I don't know if it's chicken or egg here or not, but, like, there's a weapon in the title of the movie, so, like, them making the weapons look good, it's like, yeah, they're the star of this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it looks cartoony, it looks like little kids' like weapons and stuff like that, but just, they're still doing badass choreography with them, so then it looks, like, really, really cool to me, so...
0: Oh, well, this axe is extra special. It's extra powerful. Why? Oh, because it's gold. It's like, all right, sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Yeah, sure, whatever.
1: Fuck it. Why not, man? That's Why exactly not?
0: I don't know that these characters actually, I'm sure they have names. They're not referred to by their actual names. It's They're just like numbers. fifth brother, sixth brother, eighth daughter, whatever. Yeah. So in this opening battle, the seventh son. So, you know, Iron Maiden, seventh son of a seventh son, not this exactly, but you know. Yeah. He takes an entire batch of arrows. Like, there's like 25 archers who like line up to kill his dad. And he's like, I'm going to defend you. And he takes all 25 arrows and they're like, all right, reload. And like, that still dies. It's like, oh man, that's such a bummer that like yeah. <laughs> he did all that work. But it was so cool to see him like there, kind of like a scarecrow. Like, he's just like, he's so filled with arrows that he's not able to move. And then it doesn't even matter because like his his sacrifice is kind of in vain because the dad dies too. But I'm like, okay, so like that's a bold move in a movie this early. And I'm like, we're gonna we're in the mood for we're in the we're gonna be we're gonna get something special here. I think if like if they're burning something like I'm gonna get literally riddled with arrows like six minutes in the movie or whatever. There's probably a, they're they're probably saving some crazy stuff for the rest of the movie. And yeah. they are.
1: They absolutely are the the guy i don't know is this the emperor or is this the emperor's like henchman which one is pan may
0: i so i every time they said the, the pan may is the general so he's the okay. guy who's leading all these army i don't know that we ever actually meet the emperor we might no i, I think-, think
1: we do because there's like those scenes where like pan, like when they come into like the the saloon was what i'm gonna call it because it looks like a westerny saloon, which I'm sure mm-hmm. they've used for westerny saloon movies.
0: <laughs> oh, when the guys like, uh, there's tarpan's in town. They're like, we're all tarpan's. He's like, all right, there's tarpan's in town. Like that, like that outdoor no. kind of like or different place.
1: No, when they like lock them all in the thing, like they're like at the inn. Sorry, that looks like a okay. saloon. Gotcha. Like, okay, the one guy comes in and he's like Pan May and then like the other guy is the emperor. Like it's those like, those two guys.
0: Okay, yeah, because, like, the the main – so the Emperor is, like, the main bad guy, but, like, the main villain that we see is the General, who was leading the armies, right? And the General is Pan Mei, which I found very confusing because Cause... Lord Blue plays Pai Mei in Kill Bill 2. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. And so
0: if so, like, they don't sound alike as – I mean, they sound similar, but, like, when you're reading subtitles and every time it says Pan Mei, I'm like, wait, is it – oh, no, okay, it's not – okay, different guy. Okay, got it.
1: I'm sure that that had some influence on him being Pai Mei. And there's, like, the one guy looks like Pai Mei. Like, the dad in the beginning looks like Pai Mei from Kill Bill. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Okay.
0: I also, you know, speaking of looks, like, Gordon Liu in this obviously, like, looks like him. Especially, well, he's got a wig first, and he shaves his head, right? But he also has, like... Dude, don't skimp over the head shaving part, but go ahead. We'll get back to the head shaving, for sure. But he, he has, like, wispy kind of, like five o'clock shadow. And I'm like, that just kind of looks wrong. Cause like I picture him as the guy from 36 chamber where it's like, He's completely hairless, right? Because he yeah, shaves his yeah. head and he's got nothing. So, like, to have him see, like, to see him have like this, like, little kind of like not wispy, but like it's like it's shaved, but like it's just like growing in stubble. I'm like, that just looks weird. Like, it almost looks weirder to me. And I know this isn't like it's it's insane, but it almost looks weirder to me to see him with like stubble than to see him with like long flowing hair. So I'm like, that's clearly fake, but this is real, <laughs> and it feels it feels weird.
1: That's fair. That makes a lot of sense. I can see it.
0: He runs off to this hut in the woods, right? And. Yeah. He gets attacked by the guy because the guy comes home who owns the house. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's, well, he's, just he's like, "Eating I'm... all of
1: his food," yeah. and he's like, "Dicking around in his house." <laughs>
0: but then immediately, this guy dies protecting Gordon Liu, and it's just like, "Oh, okay." So just like he 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 gets it or whatever, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, because he says like, "Oh, I'm from this family," and he's like, "Really?" Like, "Well, you guys are super loyal and dedicated, and like you have like you know all this honor behind your name." And, like, I hate those other guys, too. <laughs> right.
0: Yes. Yeah. And he says, this country won't appreciate my loyalty. Like, we're both outcasts. Like, loyalty doesn't buy you anything anymore. Like, they're, you know, corrupt people are leading shit and, like, it doesn't matter. Right? So. Yeah. So he, like, has this, like, secret tunnel out of his house that they slide down. This is when he, like, sacrificed himself. Even though this guy is, like, breaking bricks with his bare hands. Yeah. And he's, like, punching the wall to, like, expose things and, they co- like, collapse the tunnel so that he can get out or so that Gordon Liu can get out. Yeah. I mean, we go back to the house. And I want to go back to the, the, the family. But that's when Gordon Liu goes to the temple. And he wants to dedicate himself to Buddha and wants them to shave his head. And they refuse. So he does it himself. He,
1: he like, shows up at the temple. And he's like, yo, I'm here. I'm going to be a monk. And they're like, no, you're not. And he's like, yeah, I am. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, well, like I'm from this family, and they're like, well, you definitely can't because you're a fucking warrior. And he's like, no, but like I, I'm gonna be a monk, and they're like, okay, fight me about it. So like, he fights him about it. He sees his like name, and he's like, oh, you definitely are that guy. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, you definitely can't be a monk then.
0: And he's like, <laughs> yeah, you're too angry. You're too, you want vengeance. We don't. You're not. You're not a peaceful yeah. man.
1: Yeah. So he's like, I'm not fucking leaving until I'm a monk. And they're like i don't know what to tell you bud so then there's like another so he, monk... like,
0: he passes out or something right because he wakes up he's like oh i must be a monk because you changed me they're like no man no he no no out. it's
1: after that's after that's after so he's like so he, so he sees another guy going through like his monk ceremony okay and he they're like shaving his head he's like cool i'm next and they're like no dude we told you go away and so like he like eventually like he comes up he's standing behind that guy they finish up that guy they just put everything away and walk away and he's like fucking shave my head and he keeps yelling at them and it felt very much like to me like the let's go swimming we let's go swimming right now he's like shave my head and they're like okay whatever dude. like they did, like don't care but he finds the razor which is very shiny awesome
0: mm-hmm. like
1: sitting there and he shaves his own head and then they like put these like dots on i don't know what this is and i i don't want to So
0: i've never seen that i, I yeah. i've seen the after effect in other movies i never knew what it was for but it seems like some kind of religious like remembrance or dedication. Like I am yes, so yeah. dedicated to Buddha that I'm going to literally burn my head in like painful memory that like, I will always remember and people will know when they look at me that like I'm so dedicated to this cause. Right.
1: Yes. It, you know, just like getting a tattoo or something. I don't know something. I don't know what the actual cultural meanings there, but yes, they do have like these like uh, scars on their head that are like in a line or a design or something. And so he does that to himself, and because it's so painful, and he's doing it to himself, and he's not really a monk that can control it, he passes out, and then wakes up, and he's like, sick, I'm a monk now. And they're like, no, you're not, dude. Right, And this yes. is back to where you are. <laughs> he wakes up, they're like, get him some food, like he's been passed out for a while, so you get him food, he's like, cool, I'm a monk. And they're like, no, you need to get the fuck out, dude, we told you, they're like, you're not a monk, just leave.
0: Right, <laughs> so in, in between we have the scene with the emperor where we find out why this is all happening, right? That it's just like you know the emperor, the general. The general said emperor kill ordered him to kill the Yangs for not fighting hard enough, for not being loyal enough, all this different stuff. Then we go home, and this is where we find out like this like brother six, the sixth brother is so angry. He's like, "Let me have him. I want. I want vengeance. Whatever." Right? I
1: think he's. I think he more has like PTSD that they're just calling. probably. They're, like, essentially saying he's, like, possessed or, like, demented or something like that. But I think he just has, like, PTSD because, like, his... All of his brothers and his dad got murdered right in front of him, like, in a surprise ambush. So he comes home, and it's just, like, trying to fight everyone. Yeah, he has
0: survivor's guilt, right? He's like, why did I survive, basically?
1: That, and he's trying to fight everyone, like, including his mom.
0: So this is not my favorite fight, but this is the most unexpected, awesome moment. Where the brother is so pissed. And all all the sisters, by the way, what I love about this also is that all the sisters are not, like, shortchanged. They're all badass fighters, too. And they're like, Mom, do you want us to take care of him? And she's just like, no, he's angry. Let him be angry. And so he's just like stomping around, right? And the mom fights the kid. He's just like... Yeah. You know, a k- kid like he's probably you know 20 25 whatever but like she's like all right if you want to be like be an annoying asshole and just like fight shit like let's fight and she just like parries everything like he throws <laughs> everything he's got at her and she's just like nah it's fine we're good
1: and she's good too yeah it's awesome i agree i grandma grandma with the staff was probably my favorite part is of it this grandma
0: movie. or is it just mom i think it's just mom
1: it's mom but she has like grandma age to her
0: That wasn't my favorite fight because there's better fights, but that was something like, oh, I will never see a mom who's just like, yeah, no, he's angry. Like, I'll just fight him. Like, it's just fine. Like, I'm not even going to fight him. I'm just going to, like, let him try to fight me, right? It had big
1: Helen Mirren energy, right? Sure. like, 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 older woman that, like, is in a role and they're like, "Will you do this? And she's like, yeah, I'll do that, too.
0: Which is especially fitting given this is all about vengeance and family and avenging your family and standing up for your family and fighting for your family, right? Like it's just this you know, a lot of movies are about that, but like specifically, Fast and furious. I think he Gordon Liu kind of reluctantly becomes a monk, right? They're like, All right, fuck, fine. You're 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 a monk, right? Like, how he's does he strong or he's just like hanging around, right? They're like you don't you're not a monk, but you you, you can you can stick around or whatever, basically, right? Yeah, they tell him to
1: leave. He said, I'm not going to leave. And he just, like, hangs out pretty much in front of the temple.
0: And he's watching them train. Because not only are they monks, but they're also badass fighters, of course. And Obviously. there's these, like, wooden wolves with these, yes. like, shiny silver teeth. Yes. And the abbots are like, we're not trying to kill the wolves. We're trying to de- defang them, right? So that, like, yes. you know, because we, we don't kill things. We just want to make sure that, you and he know, said if they the come in like go a- away.
1: And they're, like, around the temple, so, like, if they come to the temple, he's, like, we defang them, then they get, like, the message. They can't be as angry anymore, and they won't harm people or us.
0: And Gordon Liu is, like, yeah, like, look, it's it's so easy to fuck these wolves. I mean, again, they're wooden (laughs) dummy wolves. He's, like, watch this. And he, like, destroys a wolf. They're, like, yeah, we can do that, too. We're trying not to do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because he just doesn't get it. He's just, like, a warlord, so that's what happens.
0: And so then at this point, the abbot is like, all right, like, we got to get rid of this guy. I'm going to go to his house and tell his mom that, like, where he is and, like, basically come get your son because, like, he's just, he's not going to leave. And we need him to go out of there.
1: <laughs> yeah, come p- pick him up from school sometime, please.
0: He's, he's being a bad boy. Please come get him. Yeah. While he's doing that, he gets killed by the general.
1: Well, they're, like, just every other person in this movie that's not, like, part of the Yang family or a monk is apparently a bad guy. Like, it's, yeah. like, they're, like, part of the crew of bad guys. That's well,
0: the, I think they're the Tartans or whatever, right? It's just, like, these yeah, are the guys who... Which is a
1: strange word that they used.
0: <laughs> While that's happening, Gordon Liu is, again, pissed. And I think, I'm pretty sure. So, okay, so the other thing to keep in mind is that the reason that the whole family got massacred... Is because they knew that this family is, like, super adept with the poles, right? And they designed these weapons specifically to counter them. They're, like, kind of like nunchucks, but, like, on the end, it's kind of, like, a little... Ooh,
1: the limp noodle things?
0: Yeah, that, like, wrap around a pole. Like, it's like a whip at the end of a pole, and so... No, it's it, like
1: a spring. Yeah, and it, like, wraps and kind of torques and crushes, if that makes right. sense.
0: Yeah, so, like, these guys have poles, and they're badass poles, but, like... You know they can parry the pole, which is going to happen. But then the, their weapons like wrap around the pole and don't let go. And so you might be the best in the world at a pole, but if you can't actually use the pole, yeah, what are you going to do? Exactly. So meanwhile, Gordon Liu is like, we need. There's another fight, and this might be the fight of the movie. Like there's the there's the fight at the end with the sister, which we'll get to. But like this fight between the monk and Gordon Liu, where is he's really just like
1: badass. Yes.
0: He's just like, all right, like, let's, we're gonna, you know, you want to fight? Let's fight. And he's just like, he's showing Gordon Liu up. Or there's like, t- maybe there's two fights here, or is it one long fight? Because eventually, in the end, spoilers, Gordon Liu wins, because he shows that he's adept. But this guy is like parrying Gordon Liu with the the dummy wolf, which is like super cool. He's just like effortlessly Oh, no, like,
1: you're, a ma- you're you're missing two it's things. It's two like fights. They, they let him train with the wolf's part. And then he's, like, yeah, using the wolf, but then there's, oh, no, maybe this is the, like, actual fight.
0: Well, because the thing is, like, I didn't take very many notes because I was just enjoying yeah, same. this so it. much. So I can't remember if this but is one a or one two on different But there's a one-on-one fight
1: with him, in the, with him I and the think monk it's with, two. No one, I, with no one watching. There's one right. where he's, like, kind of training and everybody's around watching. And then there's one where there's, like, they're not, and it's just yes. one-on-one.
0: And so I think this first, yeah, the first one where he's using the, the wolf dummy... He like that's his training essentially, right? He's just like, Look, you you yeah. know, you're so badass or whatever, but I'm not even gonna use a weapon. I'm just gonna like parry you and dodge your shit, and like I'm gonna use this wolf to like just, you know, mess you up or whatever. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yes. And then we see that the sister is trying to cause she, the the abbot who goes tells them where he is basically and she's like i'm gonna go get him but while she's going to get the brother she gets kidnapped and this is where the revenge comes into play right is that this right is, that's right
1: the mom gives the sister the jade thing and says take this show it to your brother he'll come home like we want him to come home to te- oh because they're all trying to like get them to testify against uh Mei to say like he's the one like he formed this you know ambush and killed our family I don't know how that's going to fix things but that's what the story is. And um so she, she's like here take the jade thing to show your brother and when he it's sees it like a family this,
0: crest kind of but like it's yeah. like a, a necklace that you kind of wear around your waist or whatever.
1: But like mostly like to be like hey you know he'll see this and be like oh my mom needs me type situation. Right. So yeah so then she goes and is like oh well like he's probably up with the monks in the top of the thing cuz a monk came down like looking for him kind of.
0: And the monk was like sort of speaking in code I feel where like the mom knew what he was saying, or whatever.
1: I I don't know, but I I did like it in the dub. I mean, sorry, in the subs that I had, he kept asking for specifically vegetarian meals.
0: Who did? Why, wait, why? What? What am I missing?
1: No, the monk just came in. And, like when he, the monk comes and like gets to their house, he's like, "Excuse me, could I have some vegetarian meals, please?"
0: Oh, I think I think he was. I think that might have been code, but he was like, so part of that was like he was he was showing disrespect to the mom he's like yeah i want a meal but i want i want the mom Her to cook. To cook. cook like, it. yeah they're like but the kept, fuck
1: but he kept saying vegetarian meals <laughs> like i need vegetarian meals i think
0: also. the translator was just like you need to know that like you know they are so pacifist that they just uh yeah you know they don't eat meat
1: probably like clean food or something like a meal of but like they just kept translating and it's that so vegetarian um, meals yeah <laughs> so the sister yeah she goes and then like they're like oh shit and everybody fucking loves this family right like like that family is like pretty dope and like well respected around town because like as soon as they're like oh i'm one of them they're like oh shit you are come on we'll help you and which um, also
0: like by the way like the whole reason that this is like still ongoing and why there's like ongoing struggle is because the general and everybody are like very pissed that two of the brothers got away they're like we we want you to clean your mess up this is unacceptable. And so they're like, okay, cool. If we kidnap the sister, the brother's going to show up to get her. So we're going to yes. to get him that way. Exactly. Because they're also, they're also lying to the, because the general shows up. They're like, yeah, no, the six brother's not here. Like we would turn him in. Like, of course we're going to turn him in or whatever. Right. Like, we yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. So he's around. Does he, I don't remember. Does he factor back into play or no?
1: No, he just is just causing chaos at their house. Just right. being goofy. Yeah.
0: Because considering that, like, the whole, like, end is, like, this family reunion battle thing, you would think that the brother would be there. But no, it's just the brother. It's just Gordon Liu and the sister. Yeah, exactly. So the sister gets captured.
1: Well, they go to this inn. They go to this inn. And they're, like, okay, we'll, like, hide you. And they're, like, oh, shit, every, like, the, the general and, like, everybody's coming to, like, find you because they know that you should be around. Uh, they hide her. And the general's like, what are you guys doing in the middle of the night? And there's, like, a coffin there. And he's like, well, we have to get rid of this coffin or it'll turn into a zombie. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense. So they, like, look and they, like, put her under a body and then they just, like... A
0: vampire, yes. you got to get rid of the coffin, otherwise it could turn into a vampire. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Yes, and they put her body under a dead body. And he's like, well, what is this thing next to him? He's like, don't look there. And it's, like, a weapon. And then she comes out and just, like, starts slaying people. And I think this is one of the coolest fight scenes, too.
0: Well, because, like, you know, you get a sense that the girls, the sisters have ability, but they're, like, they don't really get to show it off really until here, right? And so it's cool to see her in action. Also setting up the actual storytelling of later in the movie where you're like, oh, no, like, she can take care of herself because, like, look at her here.
1: So they have the sticks that Joey was describing, the, like, the goofy, like, hook ones that can, like, wrap around the pole. And they kind of, like, wrap her with them. And then she's doing, like, these, like, in-air acrobatics where they're like holding her up by these like wrap sticks and it's so cool it's like one of the coolest shots i've ever seen in a movie that she's like upside down in one point and like right side up but she's essentially just like they're just like holding her legs and like hoisting her in the air it's really really cool
0: yeah because like i don't want to say that she gets captured like she doesn't have agency or whatever it's like her against 40 dudes and oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. she gets that's why she loses the battle or whatever because it's like oh no like you're you're facing impossible odds like nobody could get out of this so they don't like they're not like oh yeah she's a girl she can't hold her own it's like no man she like she did better than just about anybody else in this movie
1: yeah she fucks a lot of dudes up it's just like there's 40 of them so like eventually she right. gets caught with all these like you know things that can like wrap your legs and stuff around so it happens
0: so then this is when gordon lou fifth brother is like I need to go get my sister now because not only are they messing up my family but also now they have my sister and I need to do this he finds out somehow
1: he finds like somebody comes and tells him like at the temple or something
0: and so the abbot is like does he say like you have to prove to me or just like he won't let him go like they they duel and this is the cool battle this is the cool battle what's the lead up to this
1: I don't remember I think it was like a you like kind of like a graduation ceremony like you need to prove that you're good enough to fight to like leave as a monk type situation
0: and but so I'm not, not sure. only is he yeah not only is he dueling the abbot, but there's these like four candles, like lit candles on Dude, these like little spires. So
1: fucking cool. Go ahead.
0: And he's like, while fighting the abbot, rearranging these things with like pole strikes and gets them all around, and also drawing like a symbol in the ground where they're gonna battle, and like you know, deshewing the guy, and then he gets the candles around all around the guy, and then he like in a single pole thrust extinguishes all whip, four and the guy's like, like all a right, whip you're around right. his head yeah
1: the using the poles to move the very long candlesticks and like put them in the way as deflections in the middle of this battle is a really really interesting use of props in the middle of a fight
0: yeah one of the guys that i follow on letterboxes is this guy laird who i think i mentioned on here before because he he hosted Weird Wednesday at the Draft House in Austin. Oh, yeah, 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 So yeah. there's Tara Tuesday and there's Weird Wednesday. So he loves this movie. And he was talking about how, like, he saw this in a the theater and people were all like, you know, it's, I think, probably one of those, like, uh, Shaw Brothers crowds where it's like you know you're kind of you're kind of laughing because it's like kind of goofy and kind of campy and just like all of fun and then he said he wrote in the review that like when this scene happened between the Abbott and Gordon Liu he's like the entire crowd just like held their breath because they're like oh this this feels different or whatever yeah and then as soon as it ended they like all like erupted into applause because like it's just it's again there's like five or six all-time fight scenes and like this might be the best one, just because of, like, what we're saying, I'm like, you, you know, you're, you're stressing the right thing, like, the, the ability to move the candles around while fighting this guy, she's like, that's unbelievable.
1: I agree, this is the one that is the most memorable for me, for sure, and I will think about it a lot, because I think it's just very cool, just, like, the way they're using the cameras, the way the, the scenery is moving, them both being very, very good, and, like, the choreography beat, just being amazing, and, like, Then all the little stuff where he like, like takes his shoe off with a staff and they're only fighting with staff. So like, you know, no one's going to die here, but it still feels like a very intense combat. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He then goes, and this is kind of, this felt, you know, I mentioned before, it doesn't look like Lone Wolf and Cub, but this kind of felt like it because he's like, okay, so he goes to where they are and he's got this entire cart full of you know it's like baby cart or whatever but it's, there's yep. no baby but it's just a cart full of poles which he calls the poles of righteousness and it's like okay fuck yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and he knows he's like all right so i know that you can counter the pole but like can you counter three poles and like <laughs> yeah. he's just like he's got probably like 40 or 50 on this on this car but,
1: but he shoots like arrows yeah. out of the first ones
0: He's, like, using them as projectiles, and these dudes are getting fucked up. Like, you know, one-on-one, they're fine, but it's, like, in here, it's just, like, oh, no, like, this is, they're in trouble here. And it's yeah. just, it's amazing how, like, proficient and adept he is. It's so cool.
1: It's really, really cool, and I do like it. And they and he's, like, has now found a counter for their goofy, you know, because there's so much squishing in this movie. This is the squishiest movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, there's all kinds of, like, press a body together pinched between two objects squeezing between things sure the stick that breaks the other stick with its tension like these kind of things so yeah they're they're like
0: well we're about to get to i wouldn't call it sticky but we're about to get to the thing that like the the most like the the most extreme kind of version of a thing like that in this movie in this final fight that we'll get to that like makes me cringe squishy
1: that's what i was saying so like so he finally finds a counter for the poles because he like puts his staff inside a bamboo pole so when they break the bamboo pole he just pulls his staff out and is like now i'm gonna fuck you up and that's what happens
0: so he goes inside and he rescues his sister from one of the coffins right
1: yeah well they have them stacked okay
0: there's five stacked coffins it's like two and then two and then one
1: no it, it might even be more like seven or it's like three on the base and then okay. two, then no, like, that sounds five. Maybe it's six,
0: maybe it's three, then two, then one. But yeah, it's like a, it's like a three tiered coffin stack.
1: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And this is where it's like this one's fucking wild and a lot of fun.
0: And so the sister is like fighting, and then the sister sort of starts getting like fucked up. And like at one point he like he literally like puts the team on his back, like he puts his sister on his back and he's fighting. You're like, Okay, so like this is like we're like five minutes left in the movie or whatever, and I don't think this is gonna have a... a bummer of an ending like that doesn't really track for like what this movie would be but like they're not doing well like they're fighting really well but there's so many enemies
1: yeah and my favorite part of this scene is the way that they use that stack of coffins and like the lids like can spin at like 90 degree angles and then they Mm -hmm. like he uses them as like the lids as like diving boards he uses it's like it's all over the place it's really really wild
0: And so they're doing well and they're holding their own, but, like, there's just too many of them. And then seemingly out of nowhere, all the monks show up and you're like, oh, yeah, cool, fuck yeah. And, like, you don't expect it, but it makes sense. And at one point he's just basically like, why are you here? And they're like, we're here to chase away the wolves. And it's like, oh, hell yeah, absolutely. And then these guys do what... This
1: becomes this part of this movie... Is all the, I'm going to remove every tooth from every person here part of the movie.
0: So earlier, like we talked about earlier, they're doing the training against the wolves. And the whole thing is like, parry the wolves and then knock their teeth out with your pole. Yes. In this scene, and it's making me cringe because it's, it, it, this is what, like, I can see people get punched and like beat up with poles all day. I don't feel anything. This makes me hurt. (laughs) Them getting their teeth knocked out ripped He's, out
1: it's like they like put it in their mouth and then like back it up and like yank all their teeth out of the front of their
0: mouth it's wild. so gross and yeah. they're just they're fucking up all these dudes teeth and they're in pain like these guys are like you know macho dudes who are able to withstand whatever and then they, they lose teeth and they're like oh we're we're done for the count and then the craziest one that hurts both of them is that a guy does like a flying like dom style flying headbutt and knocks a guy's teeth out with the top of his head. And it's just like, oh, no, that hurts both parts of me. Like, that <laughs> yeah. hurts my head and my teeth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really crazy that, that, like, they just started ripping all the teeth. I mean, like, it tracks, right? Because that's what they're trying to do to the wolves. But, like
0: because the fir- the first time it happened I was like that's that seems unnecessarily painful I'm like I don't know why they chose this I'm like oh they chose this because that's what they've been doing the entire movie yeah. and like it took me one to, to realize and I'm like oh no this was perfectly set up I was just so like in pain from the idea of like losing teeth like this that I was just like I I I sort of forgot like why it happened and I'm like oh no like this was a beautifully set up thing that worked exactly as it should
1: yep exactly
0: amazing so then at the end the sister's like cool we're gonna go home now right and he's like no i have to go walk the world It goes eighth sister the world is my home i'm like yes oh, it the world
1: that I, I had the exact same note and thought yep
0: and he just sets out to basically like avenge wrongs and that's how the movie ends he's just like i'm gonna go you know wherever i see evil i'm gonna go take care of it and it's like yeah cool is there another one of
1: these or is this is this a, like did they ever make a sequel to this
0: the ninth diagram pole fighter yeah It's based on the generals of the Yang family, which is what I said before, was released as the Invincible Pole Fighters outside of the Hong Kong, Invincible Pole Fighter in North America. I don't think so.
1: Okay, cool. So he just like, yeah, he walks off into the sunset and he's just going to kick ass. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All you need.
0: Gordon Liu plays Ying Long, Yung Dak, Yip's fifth son. So, yeah. Everybody has a name, but it's just like, wife, first son, second son, third son, fourth son, fifth son, sixth son, seventh son, daughter and eighth child. Oh, daughter and ninth child. So it's not, it's eighth sister, but it's like only two sisters. Nine kids, two are girls, seven are boys.
1: Oh, so you're saying that they're not like the eighth sister, they're just eighth child essentially?
0: Yeah. She's eighth child, eighth sister, but first actual girl. Look at this poster on Wiki. It's such a goofy poster.
1: Doesn't really convey what this movie's about. No. I don't all. know who that
0: big dude is. That's not Gordon Liu.
1: I think he's six, or he's probably like that—the guy, the guy that was going to be six and died. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Any other thoughts about the eight diagram pole fighter? And do you have a favorite fight? Is it? I mean, it got to be the monk.
1: Yeah, it got to be him versus the monk, right? and okay. With the candles. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great ones, but like that one's like very top tier.
0: What was the scene? You, you messaged me. You're like, there's one shot in here in particular that you were like, this is awesome. It was something with the sister, I think.
1: Yeah. It's, it, I I said it when, when they like strap her legs up and then put her like stilt her above themselves and you get those couple shots. They're really, really cool.
0: Yeah. Any other thoughts though, about eight diagram pole fighter?
1: Oh, the eighth sister looks so much and reminded me so much of the girl with the mace in um, Kill Bill.
0: Oh, okay. I can see that. Make a, like, no, not make Kaji. Uh, I don't know what her name is. I used to know it. Yeah, it just like... Gogo Yubari.
1: Yes, that one. Like, facially looks like her. Like, a lot like her, I thought.
0: Played by Chiaka Kuriyama. I never knew that. Gogo Yubari, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: I can see that. I just saw, like, a giant resemblance between those two. And, like, this, like, you know, it's a movie where, like, they don't all look the same. They're not actually brothers and sisters. They're just actors. But, like, that one, I was like, oh, shit, you look just like her.
0: Yeah. Do you want to watch the trailer for this movie?
1: Uh, Yes, I do want to.
0: So, I was telling you that there are two trailers. There's the original trailer, which is like four and a half minutes, but we're going to watch the one from 2015 because the minute and a half is probably a better trailer. So, this is posted by the Celestial Pictures Shaw Brothers Universe. 28,000 views. The eight diagram pole fighter 1983 2015 trailer. Let me know when you're ready.
1: Um, okay. I am ready whenever you are.
0: Three, two, one, play. Like, have you, had you heard people talk about this movie before we saw this movie, or no?
1: Absolutely not. I said this last time. I'm like, I had no idea this movie existed.
0: It also looks really good. Like, if you can, if you can, I mean, the rental is a really nice looking rental. Like, it's not like, like it was preserved well over time. I agree. Oh, it's dubs. Okay, interesting. Which works oh. well for us, for our purposes.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is a wild-ass, like, what is this? Like, when did they make this trailer? Yeah, 2-2015 trailer.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This feels like it would be for, like, El Rey Network or something.
1: Ah, uh, good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That was badass, too, when he, like, jumps through the stones. Yep. Yeah. You're right. It does feel like it's for El Rey.
0: Abbott, you must tell us. How did Elder die? He wanted to help you. He believed you had been right Like what I think, you know. I'm glad you watch. I'm always glad you watch when you watch the subs and there's the poles of righteousness. Yes. But I feel like this movie is like. I mean, yeah, there's six there. There's six there. But I feel like this movie is more serious than like the third. Not the third six chamber challenge is not serious. But like that's just like a montage, like a, a training montage. This is like, I think doing a dub would make it kind of feel goofier than it should. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I
0: get. Maybe that. you don't get- feel that same way, but it feels like. This is, like, it's it's a more heavy actual narrative as opposed to just, like, hey, here's, like, six cool fight scenes strung along by, like, who gives a shit what dialogue or what, you know, what story it is. It's just, like, this actually is, like, it's, it's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. The Letterboxd game, for reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road, one of the most popular films on Letterboxd, has been seen by 972,000. We're getting close, close, close. 972. The Eight Diagram Pole Fighter from 1984, directed by Lu Chia Leng, starring garden starring Gordon Liu, Kara Hui, Alexander Fu Shang, who I think is the one who died. Yeah, he played the sixth brother. How many people have seen The Eight Diagram Pole Fighter?
1: 8,000. Too high. 6,000.
0: Still too high.
1: Really? 5,500?
0: Still too high. One more guess.
1: 4700
0: 4978 criminally underseen
1: yeah but you were saying you know like we have to rent it there like there's not on blu ray it wasn't in the shaw pack that's why i was guessing low to begin with
0: but like i don't know if like like, i don't remember if 36 chamber i know that's on prime that's on prime because i own the blu ray but that was on prime too so i don't know yeah it's hard it's hard to say like this is clearly restored and like care was paid to it at some point it's just you know not as available as it could be or should be or whatever right so yeah average rating of 4.0 which is very very high most common a four then a five then a four and a half then a three and a half how many out of those 5,000 ish people have it in their top four six way too low
1: really well that's good that's surprising um 28 still too low 35 final guess
0: 39 people have this in their top four one of them i was very we're not gonna play this guy but one person i found also had that john boyce seattle mariners stock that i loved last year also okay. had that in the top four i'm like that's cool like that you know cool. not that many people on um, you know com- comparatively to other things have seen that on letterboxd yes i'm actually seeing how many people but i'm just like okay cool johan one two movies i've never heard of the eight diagram pole fighter in the history of seattle mariners which might seen by 3,700 people so even fewer than seen this saw that so the this guy to have both, I'm like, cool. Yeah, but good we're taste. gonna go to bad seed at bad seed on letterboxed. Okay, he did two reviews. So we watched this end of March of 2020. So this is like very beginning of the pandemic. He said, had high hopes, and it more than delivered incredible. I was afraid to blink in case I missed something as the action moved at a ridiculous pace. Always entertaining, and everything I wanted from a martial arts film. Going to keep the Shaw Brothers Marathon going. Got a haul of them from 88 films to get through these times, and I'm loving it. Four and a half stars. But then, last year, July 21, damn, it's even better on second viewing. From the Monk fight onwards, it's jaw-dropping stuff. A lot of martial arts films are light on story, as is all about the fights, but I really enjoy this one. Five stars. Nice. So Bad Seed has this as That's his actually- fourth. What Favorite
1: I, like, uh, recommended to some of my friends, I was like, look, if you, like, start watching this and, like, you think it's boring, just skip to, like, halfway through. Because, like, it really takes off at about then.
0: Yeah. I don't think you would find the beginning boring, but I can see, like, the the, the the second half definitely has more action than the first. But Exactly. if you find it boring, yeah, there's crazy stuff to be had. And, like, the story is cool, the story is great, and it matters, but also, you know, it's a martial arts movie, like... You can just enjoy the action without actually understanding the story at all. So Yeah. So Bad Seed has this as his fourth favorite movie of all time. His first three are widely considered to be three of the best movies of all time. They're all from the most recent one he is from 1972. <sighs> Casablanca. But th- no. Three huge movies though, and you're on the right track. Three huge movies widely considered I would say like a lot of people would Citizen probably say Kane. E- no. You're you're, you're you're all the right guesses. It's just you're you're not getting the right exact one. I would say a lot of people consider all three of these to be the best movie of all time.
1: There's three of the movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Two are American. One is Japanese.
1: Oh, so it's not like no, that's pre-Star Wars.
0: I will say that a a movie is sort of um okay. I don't know if this is going to help or not, but a movie by the Japanese guy. A different movie by the same Japanese director is basically *The Inception*, the origin for *Star Wars*. If that makes sense, do you know what *Star Wars* is a, is a remake of?
1: No, I don't. I don't.
0: What's what is arguably the biggest or best Japanese movie of all time?
1: Uh is it going to be a Godzilla movie? I don't know.
0: No, I don't know the Godzilla movie. I mean, I'm sure. I think probably the original was considered to be good, but like.
1: Japanese movie, not Korean. Japanese no, movie.
0: Japanese movie. Korean cinema really I mean I'm I'm Didn't sure I'm gonna be off proven. Later. wrong. later, Yeah. Yeah. But I would say like that's in the last twenty years or so where it like it really hit its stride.
1: Oh, so Seven Samurai.
0: Seven Samurai number two. Seven okay. Samurai is his number two favorite movie. Thank you. The other two are American, one probably most often considered to be the best movie of all time. I mean I guess that would be maybe Citizen Kane, which you I said is wrong, but other than that.
1: I said Casablanca, you said no. Right. Uh, what era is it from? 70s. 70s, one of the greatest movies of all time. I have no idea. You have to give me some hints. Uh, Besides
0: start that, of a trilogy.
1: The start of a trilogy. And not Star Wars.
0: Correct. Uh, 70s I don't know if people trilogy? say that Star Wars is the best movie of all time. I mean, people love it, but I think they're like, this is kind of corny. In a good way. In a lovable way. But
1: Yeah. What is 70s trilogy?
0: Yeah. The third one did not come out till way later. One best picture of this movie.
1: One best picture, too, and it's, there was one and two in this, I have no, keep going.
0: Uh, There's a cat on the poster, which is a clue I've given in this game before, which I think (laughs) you got it based on the cat on the poster before.
1: I have no idea, dude. Cat on the poster. Nope, my brain's not working for it. Go ahead, keep going.
0: This director is the uncle of someone I love.
1: Oh, so the godfather.
0: The godfather, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. There we go.
0: Uncle to Nicolas Cage. And the third movie, another one of the best movies of all time, most popular movies of all time, uh, one of the most acclaimed directors of all time, uh, one, of, one of this guy's biggest movies of all time from the 50s.
1: Uh, psycho.
0: Same director, different movie. Rear Window. Same director, different movie. The Birds. Same director, different movie. There is a the, – the scene from this movie is uh, running away from a plane.
1: I don't know. I don't know that one. What is it? North
0: by Northwest. Alfred oh, yeah, Hitchcock's North by, North by Northwest. So this guy is The Godfather, Seven Samurai, North by Northwest, and Eight Diagram Pole Fighter, which is like, okay, three of the biggest, most acclaimed movies of all time, and then just a badass under but also one of the greatest movies of all time. So shout out to Bad Seed in Scotland, who is – yeah not seen any movies this year but was using it up till, you know last movie he saw in here was enter the dragon on new year's eve so oh shout out to him.
1: and enter the dragon on new year's eve last new year's eve
0: yeah like uh th- four days ago
1: oh okay recently
0: yeah he's still using it he just hasn't watched any movies this year so cool maybe his resolution watch no movies i don't know
1: <laughs> maybe
0: probably not but who knows but yeah that was the eight diagram poll later if we have not said it enough go watch this movie
1: it was fun it was a awesome. lot of fun yeah i agree
0: I had had before we did the lap when I knew we were doing Shaw Brothers. I like looked on my watches, like you know, I have recommendations from like people all over the place from, for who knows how many reasons, whatever, to just see different movies. And I'm like, what Shaw Brothers movies do I have on here? And it was The Boxer's Omen and this. And I feel like you know, in different ways, two for two. This one awesome. Boxer's Omen just crazy, but like wild, yeah. Whoever recommended those, shout out to them.
1: Pretty good, pretty good list. I agree. So far, we're doing pretty good. I like it a lot, and I like all these goofy. Shaw Brothers movies, and I like watching new ones that we haven't seen before. It's always fun.
0: I don't think we have any more, unfortunately. We got all their crazy stuff this lap, but...
1: We can always add more in if we want, so...
0: Says the guy who has to just watch, just watch cool movies and talk about it, as opposed to the guy who has to, like, spend time editing them. But yes, we could always add things. No, up. I know.
1: I'm not... I mean, we don't have to. I was just saying I if know. we wanted to, you could just be like... Nothing but another time. One.
0: Another Shaw Brothers lap. You know, all, all sorts of options.
1: Very true. Very, very true.
0: But Joe, next episode, you're not going to believe it. Fast and Furious 6. No. Can you believe it? No. Next episode Fast and Furious 6, we're going to have a cool guest on that one. Cool. But... Yeah, the alternate thing. And then after that, I will say, actually, we're going to have a Patreon bonus episode as well. So I think recently, assuming things in my life didn't crumble and I had time to edit, there would have been a Spy Racers episode out about Spy Racers Season 6 Homecoming. So that has been out recently. But then we are going to have another bonus episode only in the Patreon feed as opposed to everywhere. And that is a Helen Mirren film from the 70s, I think. Hang on. Let's see what year. No, wow, way later than that, 1989, but a Helen Mirren film, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, which is one of the really, really high ratings. People love this. I think Kyle covered it on foodie films, I'm pretty Mm, sure.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: I want to say it's kinky. It's not as kinky as, I also might not be, but I think we got a kinkier one coming later this lap that Brian is making us do. But this one I think is also pretty kinky. Maybe Patreon bonus episode, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Sounds fun to me. Also, Fast and Furious Six, world's longest runway. Yes. For all things Too Fast, Too Forever, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at Too Fast, Too Forever.com to get the episode for The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, and all sorts of other stuff. Minute documents, undying love and affection, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yada, yada, yada. I had a new handbag. <laughs> Check out the store at 2Fast2Forever.shop too too and come back next time for Fast and Furious 6. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll tell you all about it. we see you.